African leaders are saying no to being lectured by the West. And the latest African leaders to take this turn are the leaders of Uganda and the leaders of Nigeria. And they're saying, we will not sit down and get lectured by the West on things that the West do not understand or on atrocities that the West continues to perpetuate and Africa pays the price. Hello guys, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Ndero Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, having conversations with you guys about black people, Africa, our empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. You can always connect with me on social media at Ndiro Ganga, or you can follow me on my YouTube channel, at Ndiro Ganga, where I document journeys of the diaspora community moving back to Africa. And before we get into the video, I just want to say a big thank you to you guys for always watching the videos, commenting, sharing, and even the guys that send me emails reacting to the videos. I really appreciate that because this is a course that I am so passionate about championing. Now, onto the video. Um, in September, um, Kenya uh, hosted the climate, uh, Africa Climate Summit, and it was the very first of its kind in Africa. It's almost like COP26, COP27, COP28. It's almost the same model where, but this is an avenue for Africans to come and have conversations about climate change, where Africa and African leaders take center stage and drive the conversation. And first of all, before we get to the nitty gritties of it, I think it's a genius idea. It was um, formulated by the president of Kenya, William Ruto. And I think it's a masterstroke because more often than not, Africa pays the heavy price of pollution, of climate change. Yet when we go to places like COP26 and COP27, it's like we've gone there to beg. You know, we, we've gone there to say, we're really suffering from the effects of climate change. Could you please give us money? Could you honor your pledges? Could you do that? And so it was very important for Africans to be the drivers of the conversation, to, to take the front seat for the rest of the world to just sit back and listen. And I think it was very important because just in... Um, when was it? April, the end of April and the beginning of May, there was heavy rainfall and there was a landslide in Rwanda that killed over 100 people. Rwanda is such a green country, is not as developed as US and China, and their emission levels are very little, yet they're paying the price. You look at a country like Kenya, every year there's either flooding or there's famine. And several African countries have been affected by adverse weather conditions. You look at a continent like Africa, 70% of Africans um, rely on agriculture as a means of survival. You know, agriculture contributes over 30% of the African GDP. You look at fisheries also contributes a huge part of the African GDP and employs millions and millions and millions of people. But climate change is, is, is threatening the very existence of Africans. So... Um, for example, in Kenya, in Ghana, in many of these places, we practice rain-fed agriculture. Climate change changes weather patterns, and so farmers are not able to plant on time. It's changed planting seasons. It's changed farming seasons. It has affected productivity. It has affected output. And so now we are seeing cases of food insecurity on a continent that should not be suffering food insecurity because of how arable the land is. All this because of global emitters. And so it was so important for Africans to have a place where they can go and talk about climate change. But the catch is you cannot have this conversation alone because you're not the one polluting the environment. And so it was important to invite global leaders to come and listen to you because 
at the end of the day if you're not polluting but you're paying the price you need the polluter to be there so that they can understand what they're doing to you john kerry was there there was an envoy from america and that is where the problem begins the president of uganda said forget it forget it not me not me or kaguta museveni not in this lifetime when Kenyan officials invited President Yoweri Kakuta Museveni of Uganda, he wrote back and said he will not sit and get lectured by the world's biggest polluters about climate change. The same thing happened to Nigeria when Kenya invited Nigeria. The president and the Nigerian delegation said, we're not coming. Remember, Nigeria is Africa's biggest oil producer. Um, and so there's, there's also a lot of conversation there about climate conscious production. But they said, listen, <laughs> we are not going to sit down and be lectured by America and China. They're the biggest polluters, yet they will come to the conference and talk to us about emission and talk to us about green energy and talk to us about sustainable energy. Yet back at home, they continue to emit um, dangerous gases into the air. And the people that feel the effect of that emission is us. So forgive us, but we are not coming. And I think that that is also a very strong statement to say, because if you look at all the pledges that have been made, $100 million for climate financing, it has not been raised until now. It's almost like Africans have to beg for what is truly theirs, because if you mess the kitchen, you have to do the dishes. So you're polluting the environment, you're being told you'll have to pay for damages, and you don't want to pay. And it's almost like global leaders have to... To, to be begged to, to be able to make their contribution, their due contribution, so that other countries that suffer from climate change can do adaptation and mitigation. And so while President William Ruta did a good job in convening the Africa Climate Summit, I think it's very important to note that also African leaders are beginning to say, unless you're bringing real value to the table, I'm not coming. Because I will not sit down and get lectured about climate change by America, who are one of the biggest emitters, by China, who are one of the biggest emitters. You want me at the table? Okay, how are we going to talk about you paying up your dues so that we can get into climate mitigation and adaptation? That's all I had for you in this video. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you follow the Africa Climate Summit. Let me know what you think about it. And do you think that it was well informed for the president of Uganda and the Nigerian delegation to turn down the invitation just because they did not want to be lectured about climate change by the world's biggest emitters? My name is Ndiro Ganga. Thank you very much for watching. Like this video, share it with a friend and comment down below what your thoughts are. You can connect with me on social media at Ndiro Ganga. That's on Twitter. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And also, you can follow me on my YouTube channel, at Ndiro Ganga, where I document stories of diaspora community moving back to Africa, how the journey is, and just settling down on this beautiful continent called Africa. Thank you so much, and see you again next time.